Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information about Sex with Emily, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to our podcast, check out our blogs, videos, and sign up for our mailing list and our RSS feed. We would appreciate that. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is at uh, Sex with Emily at YouTube. And Twitter is Emily Morse, M-O-R-S-E. And Facebook, I have a fan page, Sex with Emily. That's what I got to tell you. Hey, Menace. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, producer I'm Menace? I'm great. Been going on with you. I've just been, you know, I've been working the usual stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sex? I've not had sex yet, but right. I am very ready to end the mandatorium. I'm going to get that into a minute. Today's show, we're going to be reading your emails that you sent to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Topics, or you might have also sent to my Facebook page, which is Emily Hope Morse. So it's Emily Morse slash Emily Hope Morse. Topics include hand jobs, of course. Should you get back together with an ex? Dating a friend? Sexy lingerie? Does it really matter? Are you gay if you have a threesome with two guys and a woman? Sex and pregnancy and online dating tips. And we're going to get into some online dating tips at the end because I know a lot of you are dating online. And we're also doing three shows mm-hmm. a week. So that's very exciting. It is very exciting. People seem to like it already. Right. I know. So I'm good. I'm getting ready to end the mandatorium, as I said. And I realized, like, I started to look at my own life and I thought, how am I going to, what am I going to do? You know, I'm always preaching to people, you got to put yourself out there. You got to, like, really prime those muscles, prime those flirting muscles, those dating muscles. And then I'm looking up last night, it's 830 and I'm at the gym and I go to the gayest gym in San Francisco. Let me guess. Hold on. Is it Gold's Gym? Yes, it's Gold's Gym. I hear about that's the gay hangout. It is such a gay hangout that I've lived here for so many years and that every gay person I've, and this is not, a, this is not an over-exaggeration. Every single gay friend that I have or gay person that I've ever come in contact in San Francisco in the years I've been here, I've run into at this gym. And they're all hot and buff. And I am and I forget. I find myself, like I went there last night because I go there to watch TV because I don't have a TV, but I watch 30 Rock mm-hmm. when I'm on the Stairmaster and I watch The Office, which is hilarious. I know yeah. that everyone else in the world knows that right now, that those shows are funny, but I never watch TV. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh my God, he's so hot. Like I forget how unbelievably hot these men are and that they're they're not these are not they're not, men. They're not gonna, it's weird to be somewhere with so many hot men that aren't checking you out either it's, it's a strange phenomenon it's weird though but in san francisco i'm trying to think of the people that say what is not the gay gym you no know? i know it's true because san francisco is a is a gay town but i think maybe the bay club the bay i used to go there years ago or the ago. tennis club i know a lot Most of guys the, that go to the tennis club they seem to get some action okay because that's a good place to meet people, I was thinking. I was like, this is not happening for me at my gym. Not going to happen. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. And then this week, I mean, so I've been thinking a lot about, like, my life and my plan and the dating and all that stuff since I'm really ready. Like, even coming home from the gym last night, I was looking at this couple sitting in a car, and they were making out. Like, you could tell it was, like, their first date. And she was, like, kind of looking at him, and then he leaned over. And I was like, oh, I want a first date. Mm-hmm. haven't had that in a while. Yeah. So it feels like I'm naturally ready now to end it. 
and I was being interviewed. So Bravo TV called me and they're interested in me doing a, um, a show possibly. So I interviewed with them for half hour. We did a Skype one-on-one interview. Yeah. And so get this, they're doing a dating show about, they want a few women from all over the United States who are dating in relationship and sex experts. And they want to follow them dating their dating path. So they were asking all, right. all these questions. So like I'm on camera, I'm on, it was a Skype interview and they're mm-hmm. like, so do you follow your own dating advice? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I date the person I shouldn't date or sometimes I do things, you know, uh-huh. it was just a really interesting, I'm like, I, I need to follow my advice. Not that I don't always, but there are certain things that. Like, yeah, I think a lot of times you don't. <laughs> like when, when have I not? I don't know, like almost every time. Like the guys I date, which just simply are not right for me. Yes. Yeah. I know. I think we all do that. I think we all don't. But I try to, I think I'm a lot better than I would have been had I not become this Mm -hmm. dating expert, if you will. So we'll see what happens with that. I love the women that say, I'm tired of dating jerks. And then their next boyfriend is a jerk. I know. All right. (laughs) I know. And I'm tired of just dating guys that I know. I'm like, oh, it's just ridiculous. Like I just, the things that I... Because you're attracted to them for a reason and or you think you're going to like them and it's just not going to work. So I'm not going to date guys that are inappropriate. Good. And I have to give a shout out to all the lesbians listening because I got a tweet a tweet from a woman who said, you've got to give us a shout out. So to I am. Lesbians. To lesbians. She's like, she's like, lesbians love you. So I'm giving them a shout it's out. It's so funny because I always have these, I have these two lesbians that come to my house all the time. And I just thought it was my roommate's cousins, but they're actually a couple. Oh, you didn't she know? She would just say, oh, it's my cousin's. But I know they're a couple, and I think it's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very loving. And then I figured out why they're always touching. Why they're so loving? You thought they were just, like, loving cousins? I thought they were just, like, you know, their family, whatever. Oh, that's sweet. I didn't know. Like, your family's really, really close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something's wrong with this picture. Um, So, yeah, how's your week? My week is good. I actually haven't had time to have sex. Or, like, any of my free time, I, I do a show with another woman, too. You're hooking up with her. I am not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Menace. Okay, if you follow Menace on Twitter, which is White Menace. Yeah. You, like, every night, I'm with my girl, Megan. We're watching a movie. You're totally hooking up with her. I swear to God, I'm not hooking up with her all my life. I am not. So that's why I haven't been hooking up with anybody because I've been, all my spare time, I've been hanging out with men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey, when do guys hang out with girls all the time when they don't want to sleep with them? You are contradicting yourself. No. But the thing is, you don't I, have do, to tell me. I do a radio show with her, so I'm not going to have sex with her. Honey, you do a radio show with me, and we've never watched a movie. Because you, you're off doing, going to stupid wine freaking events and sh- stuff like that. When have I gone to a wine event lately? I don't know. I go to you the go gay to, gym. You go to stupid events, that things that I would never go to. Uh-huh. I'm a little like, envious. I would never go to Napa in my life. <laughs> like, that place sucks. Like, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, hello, Jessica, my content producer sitting here, she is from Napa. That is not very I'm nice. I'm sorry, Jessica, but I'm just not a type of guy that's going to be out in the freaking wine country. I I'm understand. Sorry. I don't okay? see, you know, honey, and they don't want you in the wine country. Good. Because okay. I don't want to be there. Oh, that's good. But, um, but that's we, the type of places you go, and I don't go to places I like that. I do not always go to Napa. I don't leave. I go. Are you going to come with me to a bar on the hate on Hate Street? Yes. What do you think? Yeah, all the time. I go I go to bars on the hate. Yeah. I go one. to bars on Divis. One. Which one? All of them. Yeah, name one. I can't at this oh, moment. Okay, <laughs> All right, people. The hate's been around forever. Let's drop it already. Okay, but I am not hooking up with the other girl on my show. I swear to God. Okay. On everything. Because you did say on your Twitter last night, like, I haven't been home in days. Yeah, I haven't and been And then home. the night before, you're like hanging out. So you sleep at her house. I Yeah, I sleep at her house. All the time. I might move into her house. Is I'm that a good move. idea if you guys are hooking up? Just move in We're with her? We're not hooking up. <laughs> 
We're not hooking up. I okay. swear to God. Don't you love that I'm the one who's calling you on it? And you it's probably true. Me. I know it's, it's not true. true. We okay. can call her right now. Fine, call her. Call her. Oh my God. Okay, here we go. Hold on. We'll call her right now. <laughs> Money. Hello. Megan. Hey, Megan. Hello. Hi, it's Emily and Menace. You're on Sex with Emily right now. Oh, how's it going? It's good. I, I'm really good. How are you? I have a question I'm for you. Good. Good. Hey, what's up? I think that you and Menace are hooking up. You think that Menace and I are hooking up? Yeah, or he wants no. to, or you want to. No. Come on, no. sweetie. He's sleeping at your house. I've been there. I've had guy friends. You know, I've been doing a show with Menace for five years. He's never slept at <laughs> my house. Just, we're blood, man. That guy's like my dad. So, he, <laughs> like, so, so you guys share a bed? No. Mm-mm. So he sleeps on your couch? Yeah, he sleeps on my couch. Do you guys want? Do you guys flirt though? I mean, no. Okay. I don't know, Megan. I just, I just feel like men and women hanging out. Men is tweeted last night at like two a.m. He hasn't been home in days, and the night before, and the night before, and the night before, he was with you watching a movie. Like, you guys uh-huh. work together. You think after work, like, Menace and I, you should see us. When we're done recording, we're like, see ya. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Menace doesn't hang out with yeah, me. Yeah, but I spend, like, every, like, weekday with her. Monday's Friday. And we get off work All the midnight. more reason to spend more time with me because you only see me once a week. Megan, oh, I think yeah. I'm jealous, <laughs> Megan. Uh, no. Anyway, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I, I feel like you guys are and you're not telling see, me, but I that's cool. You. I swear to God. Like, she's going to tell me right uh, now. I just went on a date and I'm asking Menace for advice and all that good stuff. Now, we're just. Like, we, you know, he lives, like, super far station, you know, and I live pretty close. So I'm just, like, sleep in my house and go to work in the morning, yeah. you know? It's convenient. Yeah, it sounds really convenient. Yeah. Just have him sleep over whenever. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Megan. I appreciate it. Thanks <laughs> See, for kind I of me. I don't know how I feel about that, but, Megan, I appreciate me. Why would you tell me? Who am I? We'll talk later, Megan. I'm going to call you later, uh, and you'll give me the real okay. deal. Okay. Have a good day. <laughs> Night. Bye. She's a cutie pie. She sat in here once. Yeah, she is. I know. Okay, let's, um, let's get into some mail. All right. That people have sent to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, Emily. Well, my name is Ori and I'm from Israel, 30 years old and married. I've been listening to your show for some time now and I just want to tell you your show is great. I love listening to you in Menace. Keep on the great show. You have fans in Israel. About what you talked about last episode. Well, Menace said there are vaginas that are ugly <laughs> and I don't think so. For me, if the girl is not good looking, well, I probably won't go for her vagina. But if the girl looks great, no vagina will be left alone. I don't think a guy should go for the spot in the first time in the first time or over the first five minutes. But after a while, I would go down for the vagina and pleasure her as best as I can. Okay, okay, I'm kind of a vagina guy. Anyway, great show, Ori. Thanks, Ori. Shout out to Israel. Love Israel. I'm still looking for that vagina chart. The guy that posted it, he couldn't find it either. So I'm still trying to find it so you can have it for the website. For sex with Emily. Menace, you insulted vaginas all around. The, people are offended all around the world. I'm having sorry. Protests. I'm sorry. But there's many different types of vaginas out there. Not there every are. single one is beautiful. But I'm Ori sorry. had a good point. If he's attracted to a woman, he's going to like her vagina. And if he's unattracted to her, that's not going to be a vagina that he goes for, which I guess makes sense. I guess so. Okay. Thanks, Ori. <laughs> okay. I've recently rekindled a relationship. Dear Emily, I recently rekindled a relationship with a girl, Leah, that I've had a great connection with. She makes me laugh, and we've had a fair bit in common. We were together a number of months ago, but I broke up with her then because I wasn't ready for a serious relationship. The problem? I've been discussing with my ex-fiance, Sharon, over previous week's idea of getting back together after over eight years together. This relationship came to an end mostly as a result of getting stuck in a rut. Communication breakdown and also the pressure of an upcoming wedding made things especially challenging. 
My ex-fiance has been in another relationship until very recently, and she and I have both agreed that she needs some time on her own. But now that I'm in this relationship with Leah, this feels like with Leah, I've told Sharon about my relationship with Leah, and now I feel an insane amount of turmoil and confusion about having made the right decision and losing any chance I had to build a relationship with Sharon as we both love each other. On the flip side, I like Leah a great deal. I'd love to get your input. I know this isn't focused on sex, but having listened to your show, I value your opinion. Signed, Jordan. Okay, Jordan, here's the deal. So you're dating this girl, Leah, and you have commitment issues, it sounds like, because you were with your fiancé for eight years, and we always tend to glorify the person we broke up with. So I would say you probably broke up with Sharon for a reason, and Sharon's dating someone else right now. And Leah, it sounds like you like this, Leah, and we always tend to get tantalized by our ex, and I don't think that's necessarily the right route to go. I would stay with Leah or I'd break up with Leah, and I don't know that I would try again with Sharon. And if you do try again with Sharon... I would take it very, very slow. I wouldn't jump back into it because, again, we tend to put our exes on a pedestal, right? Mm -hmm. So you break up with them and you remember the really good sex. Unless they were horrible, like they did really bad things to you, you remember the sex. So you remember Mm -hmm. the good things. Remember that time we went up to Napa, for example. And um, so so now he's like, oh, it's been eight years and now I'm with this girl. You know, so I, I just think eight years they gave it a good try. Who knows? Things can happen. But if you, I would not dump Lee to get back together with Sharon, who's in a relationship with someone else. This just doesn't sound to me like a win-win situation. Yeah. What do you and think? And they're breaking rules about talking about your exes, of talking about other relationships. I'm yeah. sorry. What that, do you mean? I think that always ruins or screws up uh, the, your current relationship because you're always talking about. Well, he's not telling Leah that he's into Sharon, but, but he's saying, still thinking yeah. it's true. I'm going, I always hang out with my exes, and it is sort of makes things foggy. Yeah. Although I'm going to my idea. ex's cabin this weekend with a bunch of people. Why? But he, we broke up five years ago. We're still we're still really good friends, and we don't sleep together. Uh-huh. Okay, we have, sure. But we, yeah. yeah. We anyway, Why I don't know, Jordan. Lies? I'm not lying. Honey, pot kettle black. I'm not lying. I swear to God. I have never done anything with Megan on my life. On everything. I wish you guys could see his face. I would stop doing this podcast if I was lying. I'll take a lie detector. Okay. I am not lying. Okay, that's fine. Um, so anyway, so I just think, yeah, yeah. And if you do, yeah, I'm not saying you don't love, still love Sharon, but maybe you go back and you communicate and don't jump into anything right now, Jordan, because it sounds like you're very confused and that is not the time that you make commitments. Hi, Emily. I love your show and love you. I've listened to, to, to you since your radio days, but I have a comment about your hand job discussions. I'm totally all in caps with menace. Women cannot give hand jobs. I've been with some very beautiful and talented women who have tried, but nobody has been able to get me there. Even my wife of several years can't do it. She comes close, but no dice. It's gotten to the point that I don't even want to give myself a hand job. I've tried <laughs> to do it several times since I heard your podcast, but it just lays there. Jacking off is my favorite hobby since I was 16, but now I'm looking for a new hobby. What do I do now? Do you think my wiener is broken? Kurt. <laughs> Did I ruin your wiener because I talked about hand jobs? Probably. I feel bad. You probably ruined a lot of wieners. I probably. (laughs) I used to be called a man eater. You think that's what it means? Um, Do I think your wiener is broken? No, I think that you're psychologically (laughs) in your head way too much right now. By me saying to give a hand job. No, I'm saying I think that that now he's thinking about it too much. I think a lot lot of times men have sexual dysfunction. You know, they can't get it up or Mm -hmm. they can't stay hard long enough. 
And I think that men, it's a lot of times it is, it is a psychological thing that he's like, I'm not going to get hard. I'm not going to get hard. And then he's mm-hmm. not going to get hard. But I'm sorry that your wife isn't that good at giving a hand job. It was so funny. And I, Menace likes that you agree with him. You should see him grinning ear to ear. <laughs> I, uh, I tweeted out this week about, you know, if you want something done right, you just have to do it yourself. And then somebody replies back, yeah, especially with hand jobs, right? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With hand jobs. The hand job debate carries on. Mm. Okay, dear Emily. A few months ago, my friend, who's a girl, got her heart broken by her boyfriend. Then days later, I told her that I like her as more than a friend. She accepted it, and nothing really changed. Then a week or two later, I asked her if she wanted to go out, and she lightly rejected me, but we're still friends. What's interesting is that she said she liked me, too. She just doesn't want to go out. Now we're stronger friends than ever. I'm not sure. Should I have asked her to go out with me, and should I try again? Sign Nabil. No. I would say she has spoken. You asked her out. She said no. She said she liked you, and you have that in quotes here. I'd say she's just not that into you right now. And I would just continue your friendship, and it might be like menace. One day you just fall into bed with each other. <laughs> yeah. No. But really, I, I wouldn't ask her again if you asked her and she said no, and you've already asked her, and she's just getting over another guy who broke her heart. I would say that you would be rebound and just kind of stick just with the friendship play, right now. I play would, cool. No, just play some games. Go date somebody hotter than her or ask somebody out, and it'll just get her jealous, and then she'll want to go out with you. That's how easy, That's easy not fix that right there. easy, honey. That doesn't always happen. It works. Works in Menace's world. Don't you love that Menace and I live in two different planets and we're giving you advice? It's funny. No. Why? But no, but it's true. It is true that, no, Nabil, it's true. you tell me that it's, strategy wouldn't, has never worked ever? I, I didn't like a guy. He asked me out, and then he started dating someone else, and I wanted him? No. Not I've okay, been, not liked, you, but I'm just saying, has anybody yes, that you've observed? Definitely, it ups your ante if you it ups your, you know if you are into into a guy and then he starts dating someone else, he looks suddenly more attractive. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's a certain validation, like oh, and especially if the woman's hot, you're like oh, she thought he was hot. I mean, I guess there have been some men that I haven't gone out with, and then now they're you know they're with someone and. I'm like, God, she's really cool. Why didn't I like him? Yeah. But it didn't make me want to go out with him, per se. Hey, Emily Menace. I was listening to the last latest episode, and I think it was quite hilarious that Menace was skeptical about the backdoor sex tips. I also think it's too dangerous to just dive into someone's anus with your tongue, as you might be surprised in a bad way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't stick your finger inside, but you should do some investigating first. By the way, Menace, if you do happen to have anal sex with Emily... <laughs> If you do happen to have anal sex with Emily, keep in mind you have to dive head in first, and it sounds like she may just return the favor. Love listening to the show, Michael. I just didn't get your I, tips. Why you? The tip said put put your tongue there instead of your finger first. I didn't. I think it should have been the other you know way what? around. Whatever. We're, we're we're yes. That's the part I didn't okay, get. Okay, got it. I mean, I think either either do or you have a finger to first. That? I think that you could put your finger there first or your, your which tongue, one do either you, one. Which one do you prefer? Um, I've had both, I think, historically. And I don't, like, really, like, I don't have them ranked. The person that would be doing that, I say go finger first. Okay. Instead of uh And not all the way, like, lightly <laughs> touch it. <laughs> but don't lick. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Still, I still. I love that, by that. the way, if yeah. you happen to have anal sex with Emily. He's, Menace is already seeing his other radio check. Oh, God. Hi, Emily and Menace. I just want to voice my opinion on the whole brown panties thing. I heard mentioned a few shows back. I personally take the view that they do matter a lot. As while the sight of a naked woman is beautiful, seeing a woman in some sexy underwear is far more erotic and beautiful in equal measure. But that's just my opinion. Keep up the awesome work, Oliver. Thanks, Oliver. 
I think more men should appreciate the lingerie. We've said this before. And I just feel like I wear the cutest little things. Like, you should pay attention to them. And I walk around in my little underwear. And some guys Whatever. just don't pay attention. They just want to rip. You're not into it. Yeah, I don't care. Not even, like, the cute little boy shorts. I mean, yeah, I think that's what I prefer. I think those look cute. But it's just like, oh, man, it turns me so on. <laughs> that's not gonna happen oh man i'm sorry maybe i'll say something just to boost your ego because that's what it's all about but i really don't care but haven't you seen a woman in lingerie and you think wow she looks hot you don't even remember yeah all that money she wasted at victoria's yeah it's just a waste of money (laughs) go to walmart get a walmart package deal (sighs) Okay, I, I'm still off. Guys and you don't care. The thing about lingerie is with women, a lot of times it just makes us feel really sexy. So even if you yeah. don't notice, we we notice and it's, we feel good about it's it. It's ego. It's ego. It's just building up your ego. Tell us we're hot and you're, 25 times yeah. a day. And we your want... self-esteem, and it builds your self-esteem. Exactly, exactly. Hi, Emily. Love the podcast, and I listen through Stitcher as often as it is updated. I notice now that you're having multiple shows a week, and I'm really excited. There are other sex shows out there, but they all go for the shock value, and I think your advice is really on point. I could comment on the handout debate and lots of other stuff, but I need advice and don't want to make this too long. So here's the deal. I linked up with an ex-girlfriend from high school, and she still looks as hot now as she did then. We're both 30-ish, but we met when we were 17. But now she's saying she's more experimental. She's only into guys that seem kind of gay or that open to being bi-curious. Now comes the question for you and for Menace. If I kind of play the gay role or even considered a threesome with two men, unfortunately, for this girl, does that make me seem gay? Keep in mind she's a 10 on the 1 to 10 scale. It feels like if both guys were in, into it, if, if both guys were into it, her, or into her, it wouldn't be weird. But does being open to the experience seem gay by to you? Should I be worried? And then to Menace, is it worth it? Ha ha. Please respond even if you can't read on the podcast. Thanks, Matt in San Diego. Hey, Matt, I don't think that this makes you gay. I know many straight men who have had threesomes with another straight guy and another woman. So it doesn't make you gay. It doesn't make you bi at all. Um, It doesn't mean that you have to touch the other guy. But I would just make sure that you're comfortable and just doing it to get this girl back is not a reason to do it. I would say you guys should go out to dinner and a movie and reacquaint before you jump into a threesome if it's something that you, you're not comfortable with at all. And no, I just, I don't think it makes you gay. I mean, if you sucked his penis, maybe it would, but I think that if you are just with the woman, it doesn't make you gay. No. Yeah. Menace, what do you think? Is it I worth doesn't, it? I don't think it makes you gay, but I think it makes you desperate. And I think if you do that, it's not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna like the outcome because you really like that girl. And watching her have sex with another guy while you're there, I don't think you're gonna like that too much. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's in your wheelhouse. It doesn't. It sounds like you're really trying to do. I mean, I yeah. would try to get her other. If this is the only thing that she's really into right now, it sounds like maybe she's also trying a little shock value with you. Like, oh, I mean, just, you know, but does it mean that that's what? Mm-hmm. If she likes you, she'll like you. If you don't want to do that right if away, she wants you to dress metro and. You know, get a manicure, then cool. But if she wants you to hang out with other naked guys, I don't know, man. There's other chicks out there. There are. There are a lot of <laughs> chicks out there. But sounds like they, I wouldn't never jump into a threesome without talking about it and having rules and making sure you're okay with it. Yeah. Have you had a threesome? I have not. Wow. Okay. Couldn't get it together. I've had one girl down, one other girl wasn't. She wasn't down with it? Huh? She wasn't down with doing it. Yeah. She just wanted to have 
so I had one girl that wanted to have sex with the other girl that I was having sex with, and then I was also having sex with the girl she wanted to have. If you're following any of this, kind of. And but she didn't want to hook up with the other chick. Oh, okay. She wasn't down for that. Got it. Just curious about your threesome <laughs> history. I just need to know. Couldn't, okay. couldn't seal the deal. Sorry. Let's get into some sex in the news. All right. What you got? I got some news here. There's been lots of sexy news. Porn industry sees opportunity in latest iPhone. Have you heard about this? With adult apps banned by Apple, new FaceTime video chat feature marks number one marks first chance at untapped market. Oh no! So it's the new iPhone, the i4, the iPhone 4, and it's FaceTime video conference feature. Do you know this? That you can talk to someone. Yeah. It's right? like Skype. It's like Skype, exactly. It's like Skyping on your phone so you can see the person and they can see you. It says, it didn't take long for adult entertainment companies to develop video sex chat services and start hiring workers through Craigslist. They're already doing this. With more than 3 million phones sold, the adult industry stands to make big money on this new way to reach out and touch someone, even if it put Apple, Apple, which always takes pains to keep its iPhone app squeaky clean. In at least five cities, Craigslist ads seeks models specifically for video sex video sex chat on FaceTime. So so Apple's pissed and FaceTime lets people call other people iPhone users, whatever. So it's a new way to have phone sex with your iPhone. I'm trying to figure out how they they pay for that. Well, it'd be a service. You probably go through a service and someone answers and says, this woman will call you at this certain time. Yeah, maybe I'm trying to figure this out so I can make money off of it. Exactly. Maybe, yeah, maybe get the numbers through a website or something. I know. And we should investigate. We should investigate. I'm, and then you can have FaceTime with Emily. And make... It's not a bad idea. I can make some money. Do you want to FaceTime with me? I'm not going to get naked, but I'll give you advice. Yeah. I'll give you some advice. So it says that Apple has rejected a lot of apps featuring sexual content. Thank God they didn't reject my app, which is 101 Sex Tips from Sex with Emily. But I see, like, sexual position apps and stuff like that. I know. They're, I don't they're pretty clean, though. They're pretty clean. They, their big thing with Apple is no porn. They, yeah. they have, like, a no porn policy. So... But, and then uh, Steve Jobs was quoted as saying, if you want porn, get a droid. Oh, I am going to get a droid. Yeah. Can I get porn on my droid? I'm sure you can. Okay. They're very uh, not discreet about that kind of stuff. Wow. So anyway, yeah, it says that, yeah, if that's what's going to happen with the iPhone. Have you used it yet? Do you have one? I have port? not. I was thinking about buying one today, but I didn't have time. I'm going to get the droid. Can do it. Can't do the I know I have an iPhone app, but I don't like, you know how I feel about apps. You know how I feel about the iPhone. Oh, people calls. agree with you. The service isn't great. I, I have I have AT&T. I mean, I deal with it, but whatever. So right. does everybody else. Yeah, but I'm a big talker on the phoner. Yeah. Okay. So that's our next. So that's that's uh, G4. If anyone's having phone sex with their new iPhone, let me know. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. It's actually easier than Skype. You don't need to. I'm trying to think about it now. <laughs> I've never had Skype sex. I don't think I'm too afraid. I mean, somebody could be like tapping into your your feed and watching it, and then it's all on the internet. Dude, everything's on. The, everyone's tapping into your everything. Yeah. So why put your wiener on there I don't so know. everybody can see it? I don't know. I wouldn't do it. But <laughs> I even have guys that I've dated. They're like, send me a naked picture, and I just I've never done that. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I don't send naked pictures, and they do, but I don't. Of their don't wiener. Want- yeah, and I'm like, not attractive. Like, I don't want to see your wiener. And I don't want to be like, message wiener. Like, wiener to me, is the most unsexiest thing. I know. In the world. A wiener, a wiener just alone in its midst, it's like, it's not attractive. I don't want to see that. Like, no, maybe it's... if you're like touching it or Ugh. like my ex, I don't know, he would send me pictures of him like 
with his shirt off when he got back from the gym. Like, that was kind of hot. But, like, just to, then then one just sent me a picture of his wiener just sitting there. And I'm like, it could be any wiener. And it's, I don't want to see yeah. it. Yeah. So, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Is rehab a restart button? Tiger Woods, Jesse James, could Mel be next? So, Mel Gibson, you know, one of two America's most beloved celebrities, golfer Tiger Woods and Mel Gibson, have taken similar approaches to combating massive scandals in their personal lives by maintaining silence despite intense public scrutiny. Last year, when news of Tiger Woods' affairs broke, the disgraced pro golfer kept his silence even as his mistress after mistress came forward. And it wasn't until five months after the news broke that he went, that he came out of hiding and went to rehab and all that. So, they think that Mel Gibson is going to be next, which he probably will be. It's those crazy tapes that I still haven't listened to, but I've heard them quoted. Are you serious? You still not have? No, it's not my list of like things to do oh when I'm at my. God. I'm at my laptop doing other things, but I don't know I need where you that. can go without even hearing a clip. I know. Oh, actually, was it your show that you on Live 105? Did you did you play a clip of it or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did hear it. Oh, well, that's I was listening to your show. Yeah. Okay, and it says perhaps Mel Gibson has crossed into the O.J. Simpson category of high-profile figure who is so toxic he might not recover. He is pretty toxic. I mean, if you think about what happened with Mel Gibson years ago with with that whole rant he went on, like the Jews are controlling Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that when he got yeah. arrested? Like, he's been doing some crazy stuff for a while. Yeah, but I still think he can go and say, hey, look, I was on some crap. And every single and, time he yeah, had to say, you know, I had a problem with alcohol. I was on some stuff. I apologize. And I think he'll be forgiven. OJ's a little, I don't think you can compare because he was accused of murdering somebody. But the problem is with Mel Gibson and Tiger Woods not saying anything. Do you know who squashed his stuff right away? Who? Was David Letterman. David Letterman went on the air and said, you know what? I did these things and I am sorry. Right. And all is forgiven. All is forgotten. That's you what know? you have to do right away. And these guys are, they have like 10 people say, oh, don't say anything. Like, no, it's no, like suicide. Be, be a man. Seriously, like public suicide to not say anything. If you screwed up, be a man. And just admit it, and people will forgive you. I agree. I think you should always. It's like, even when Bill Clinton said, like, I did not, well, he lied, not a sexual relationship with that woman. It took a while for him to get up and even say that, and then he lied to everyone. Yeah. So that wasn't good. So if you're having an affair, admit it right away. And Mm -hmm. then Mel Gibson wasn't even, well, he wasn't even having an affair. He was just crazy. I mean, really, like, it is, right? Crazy what he's been doing. Yeah. Abusive and. Oh, yeah. He's out of his mind. Okay. So we got that. Next story. The new this this was a great story. I really enjoyed the story in the New York Times. It was it's called The New Dating Tools, a Card and a Wink. So it's actually about these new dating it's on my website too, sexfamily.com. I wrote a little blog about it. That okay. So online dating we know, and I'm gonna get into some online dating tips in a second, but that, that it's you know, very popular right now. But mm-hmm. the thing about online dating is a lot of people lie, a lot of people like you know, you can't tell that much about someone necessarily their from photos their photos are all close ups. Their photos are close ups, <laughs> their photos it's like they're them and their dog and their yeah. like hand in front of their face or they say they're tall whatever. But this this is really interesting article about there's these flirty calling cards, these companies that do these flirty calls. So one's called Cheeked C H E E K D dot com. Mm-hmm. And basically, you let's say you're sitting at a restaurant with somebody. So you actually see the person. So let's say we're at a restaurant. When you and I are making eye contact, I run into you. And I'm with a girlfriend. I'm like, oh, my God, that guy over there is really cute. That guy over there is really cute. But I don't have the, like, guts to say anything to you. I walk past you, and I drop a card, like a little calling card. And the card can say something that says, like, I'm totally cooler than your date. Or I'm hitting on you. And then you flip it over, and it has a URL to go to my profile. 
So you've already met me. We've made eye contact. And then if you're interested, you can follow up with me like the next day or whatever. And the, all the cards have these funny little things on it, you know, so. Now, if a guy left you his URL, come on. Yeah. Well, no, well, let's say, no, well, let's say I'm making eye contact with the guy and I think he's cute and he's sitting across the whole time I'm watching him across the bar or across the restaurant or we're at a, a Giants game, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, like I often go to Giants games. Yeah. Which I don't, but I should. And there haven't ever been those missed connections, those missed encounters. You're like, why didn't I get her number? Yeah. So now is a way to be like, I'm nervous. I'm not going to go up and say hi, but I'm just going to drop off this card and walk out the door. And then this person saw me. We had eye contact, and this person can make the decision whether they want to date me or not. I like it. I mean, it just works with like a business card, basically. Yeah, but then you go on, and then you see their whole profile. They say that they have a profile. Mm-hmm. So there's another one called Flip Me. And then this article also gets into Scout, which is those – yeah, scout. The dating application. I tried that out because and? I wanted to see it was not good. No. But there's one that's just like it called Looped Mix, which is way better. Right, you love that one. And that's when they do use location-based technology yeah. on your mobile it's phone It's just like that gay somebody. one that we've been talking about. The gay which one, Grinder. Grinder. yeah. Are you interested? It says one's called Are You Interested? One's called Urban Singles. And so that's really mm. popular. So these are just alternatives for people for online, for, for dating. Yeah. And, I, and the article was a good. It was a good story. It was like you know this woman and was one couple met that way and got married and then they started the card company. So it's just another thing. And I like that you get to see before you buy. Yeah. Then you're not committing to a whole dinner with a guy, because that's the thing about online dating, which we're going to get into. We're going to give some tips about online dating. Is that okay? Here's the, I've never done it, but they do say right now that one out of four people meet online, and I think it's even more. I think that that number is greater because I feel like every conversation I have with someone is like, oh, we met online, we met online, we met online. So anyway, I think it's time, high time that we give some tips. We're going to get into that now. All right. OkCupid. OkCupid is a popular online dating site we've talked about. They produced a detailed and um, a detailed report that talks about, exposes the common lies told by online daters. So you can be aware of these common lies. All right. From the report. Number one, many men often report height two inches taller than reality. Men just under these six foot tall have a tendency to stretch physical measurements even more to reach that coveted psychological benchmark of six feet tall. That's, I guess, it's not a surprise. Wow. But I don't even think about that. You don't think about height? You no. Know, because well, you're so cute. It doesn't matter. No. And I just don't think about lying about my height. Uh, 5'10". Right. Oh, that's a good. See, you don't really have to lie. Yeah. But these men do. They lie and they say they're six feet. And I actually have dated men who say they're six feet, and I can tell when a guy is six feet tall. Because yeah. I used to have a height thing where I would date tall. Only but tall guys? I'm That's sort what of short old. chicks do. They love dating tall guys. I know. I'm only like five foot two, and I love tall. Yeah. But I also like short. I'm over it. I'm fine. But don't lie on your profile. That is one of the most common things. Number two, reported incomes are about 20% higher for both genders, although men slightly over-exaggerate more than women, and younger people overstate Less than older people. They on how much they make? Yep. They oh, lie. yeah, that's always... If you look online, they would say... That would be big on MySpace. Everybody would say, oh, I make 500 grand, or I make a million a year. You know, they would never say how no much... No one's going to say how no much they make. Say, yeah. Okay. A large majority of people claim to be bisexual usually contact only one gender, not both. So a large majority of people that claim to be bisexual usually contact only one... Okay. So they claim to be bisexual, but they are really only focusing on one gender at a time. Yeah, so. the girl, girls put by all the time. 
Because they think that guys are going to think it's hot or they just want to increase their chances. I don't know. I think because, you know, every guy thinks that's hot, but I don't know if they do it on purpose to attract guys. I don't know. Not all guys think it that's hot. Really? Mm-mm. Where are they? I've known. I've actually Gay met guys? men who don't think it's hot. They actually are threatened by it. That they're like, if you're with another woman, I don't know. I've surprisingly have met men. I know. I know. I've met I don't men. Know that where do you not... find these men? Exactly. I'm dating the wrong guys. Clearly, somewhere out in Napa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, number four. Older people tend to use outdated profile pictures with higher frequency, particularly older men. So those are some of the lies that we got to watch mm-hmm. out for. And now here's some tips for dating online. All right. Build a winning profile. Your profile is one of the two key elements that will determine if a person emails you in an online dating service. The other is the photo. So that's the next tip. Thus, it's important to make sure that your profile is lively, fun, and positive. Avoid the negatives. Don't say, I'm lonely. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm sure everyone says, like, I can't, I've never done this before. Don't do that. Examine other profiles and determine what about it makes you more interested or less interested. So what makes you click on a profile? Look at that. Do a little research before you have your profile up there. Number two, post great recent photos. Face it, when doing a search online, when doing a search on an online dating service, the first thing that grabs your attention is the photo. This is the single most important element to getting people to view that great profile you've written. These days, generic photos won't cut it, and this is very interesting. You need to determine what colors look best on you, dress nice, be clean cut, and have someone take various photos that are fun and lively. But this is the interesting. Listen to this. When I changed, this is the person writing this, when I changed my profile, my photo from a posed shot to a shot of me with an orangutan, the number of people emailing me or showing interest quadrupled. It also provided a great icebreaker and talking point when someone emailed me. So on the one hand, they're saying, like, be clean, cut, and nice. But then, like, if you throw a orangutan in, you're going to get a lot more <laughs> attention. So I'm not really sure here. There's, like, those are two things. No, that's so. kind of true because in my main Do face- something wacky. My, fa- my main Facebook um, profile picture, I have a picture with, like, some pop star. Yeah, I've always been meaning to ask you who that is in your picture. It's Kesha. Kesha, oh. she goes, uh, one of her famous lines is, like, wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Never heard of that song? <laughs> All right. Well. Is Kesha, she's a pop star. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> avoid white lies. They're only hurting yourself. Yes. Do not lie. Um, what are the, yeah, people are always, we just heard about the lies that they tell. And they're going to, this person's going to find out. They're going to sit down and they're going to be like, you're five foot four and you're not six feet tall. So they're going to be able to tell. I totally agree with you because my profile is totally boring because I'm Which an one? awful writer. Your online dating My profile? Facebook one. Oh. Awful. I don't know. I guess I, I don't write. I can't write. Yes, you can. Don't say can't. I can't. You can. I'm sorry. I'll help you. All right. Okay, number four, learn how to better identify and avoid married people. (laughs) It's a sad fact that nearly a fourth of the people who participate in online dating are married. Whether looking for a way to cheat or trying to see what they missed out on, these people are a menace to people seeking, seeking true relationships. Married people will be extremely secretive and irregular in their communication with you. Yeah, especially the people online, They, the ones that don't, say if they're single or in a relationship or anything they just it's just blank exactly those people those are people the shady are ones i know because i went on a date with some chick to some concert didn't even know she had a boyfriend because it didn't say on right. her profile and you find out after she, had she a boyfriend? never even told me yeah god people are like going. Yeah. i mean i can't believe that you'd actually create a profile if you're married like don't you think your spouse could find it and yeah i don't know so it says if you reach the point of talking on the phone with this person and you get their cell phone and you get their cell phone a lot, calls will be returned on a regular basis. They generally won't post a picture or will post one that is dark and grainy. Maybe they're a child molester. 
After all, they don't want a friend or family member to come across their profile. That's true. Okay, number five, this is another tip when you're doing your online dating profile. Always be respectful of others. Being respectful means not being lewd with your communications with others and not dropping off the face of the earth when you move on. One of the biggest complaints that they receive from people, they say the person they were communing with just disappeared and stopped communicating. It's very disrespectful when you don't send a polite message letting other people know that you're moving on. So that's like the further people oh, who yeah. serial date and they go on 10 dates a week. Like you should just say to the person, I'm not interested. It wasn't a love match. But I also had a friend who went out with a guy and and she was um, after she was having nice communication with him. And after their first date, she got home and he sent her something like, hey, can't wait to see you naked or something kind of like really lewd. And she was forgetting, like lost his phone number. So anyway, don't be lewd. So those are my online dating tips for everyone. Yes. Yeah. I'm really bad at the, that one where I stop communicating with people because I forget because I have I know, so many people because you're not on into there. them. Yeah. I not know. that I'm not into them. I'm like, oh, this person seems really cool. But then it's like I don't think, oh, man, I got to rush back and uh, But where? On person. Facebook you mean yeah, when they're messaging? So do you have a lot of women hitting you up on Facebook to date? I have a couple, yeah. But I just I, – and plus there's so much – Goddamn spam on Facebook. I know. It's ridiculous. It's like the next MySpace. If people if people invite me to something too often, I defend them. Oh, God. I'm like, don't invite me to your, like, millions yeah. of events. I know that's rude, but it's like, I, I don't want to get the spam. I invite you to one event, though. No, you, honey, you can email me all <laughs> okay. you want. I doubt you invited yeah. me to something. I did. I'm, uh, on Monday, I'm doing a charity event for oh. um, a uh, San Jose school district. Do I have to go to San Jose? Yeah. You see, you want to go, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I love San Jose, but I'm not sure that I'm going to go. Um, okay, everyone, thanks for listening to the show. Remember, you can find uh, more at sexwithemily.com. You can email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can find me on Twitter, Emily Morse, Facebook, Emily Hope Morse, and my Facebook fan page, Sex with Emily, and Menace. It's whitemenace.com. Love it. Okay, well, everyone, thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. You've been listening to Sex with Emily with your host, Emily Morris. Have a question about sex, relationships, or anything in between? Email Emily at feedback at sexwithemily.com. Want to add Emily to your Facebook or Twitter page? Visit Emily's website, sexwithemily.com, where you'll also find the latest Sex with Emily news and podcasts. Archive podcasts can be downloaded from iTunes. From the Stitcher Studios in beautiful San Francisco, California, you've been listening to Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening.